Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi everyone, it's so good to be with you today. I'm so excited to talk about Jesus and the good news. As usual, I always want to talk about the good news of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. The gospel is called the good news. Is it and as Andrew Wymack says, it's the nearly good it's nearly too good to be true news that is true. <laughs> and so um, I'm reminded in uh, Acts, if you look up in Acts 13, Paul, actually, it is his only recorded sermon that he did. Um, I watched a teaching on this years ago, and um, in that sermon, he talks about Jesus and what is provided through Jesus, forgiveness of sins. And he, you know, he tells them the good news and it says that the whole town came out the next day because when you preach the good news, people want to hear the good news. They're drawn to the good news. They are not, well, if they're drawn to the bad news, it's not going to last. <laughs> so the good news is really um, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, as believers, we are blessed to have the word of God. We are blessed to have relationship with Jesus. We are blessed um, because of Jesus. So I just, uh, you know, want to want to share that, you know, it's it, the gospel is all about what Jesus has done for us all because of love. So I, you know, my uh, testimony is being healed of mental illness and addiction. So I often, most of the time, focus on that inner healing, mental illness healing. And, and so I'm just reminded, and I will say these over and over again, that Romans 2.4 says it's the kindness or goodness of God that leads to repentance. And that Greek word for repentance means a change of mind. And um, John 8, 32, Jesus says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So if truth sets us and sets us free, what keeps us in bondage? Lies, error that keeps us in bondage. Um, and so it's imperative that we know God's love and kindness and how he views us. Okay, and so I just want to say a prayer before I get into my my teaching about, um, you know, God, his thoughts towards us are always good. Um, so I just want to pray. Father, I thank you for everyone watching right now. And I just thank you that um, that you are preparing. The Holy Spirit is preparing hearts to receive um, the truth, to receive your love, to receive your goodness, to receive the fact that they are treasured by you. And so I thank you, uh, Father, that one nugget can change and transform a person's life. So I just agree. And if that's you and you're open to receive, just say amen. All right. So because, you know, when when we speak, it's really the Holy Spirit that does a work 
in everybody. And that's that's what I love is that we just plant seeds, seeds and the Holy Spirit waters them, grows them. And so it's just awesome. So today I'm talking about God's thoughts about us and that his thoughts are always good towards us. They never waver. That is good news. He is consistent and his word is true. Or we could say his good opinion of us never changes. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you say never changes? Always good. Okay. So, but God's thoughts toward us, towards us are life-giving. They're healing. They're loving. They're powerful. They're good and righteous because that's who he is. And so why is it important, you know, that we know God's thoughts towards us, that they're good thoughts towards us? Well, I think about like even in the natural with humans, you know, in relationship, if I, if I think people don't like me or they don't care about me or they're mad at me or disappointed in me, it makes me want to run from them and not to them, you know, and, and, and it, I don't have a trust in them. And so, you know, but relationships, human relationships I'm talking about right now, where you know that you're valued and um, you feel safe even when you fail. In a safe relationship where there are ups and downs and trials, you know, it's okay because you know that the, the safe person in relationship will not change their view of you and they're not going to reject you, you know? And so that is, you know, we in the midst of your failure. And so we know that in those kinds of relationships, their opinion does not change. Now, it doesn't mean we don't have to work things out. There are times when we blow it and we have to apologize. There are times when boundaries are needed. There are all kinds of things there that you know can happen in these human relationships but if i feel like someone you know doesn't like me or their view of me has changed you know it makes me want to run from them and not run to them so in respect to our good father you know if we think that his thoughts about us are based on our good or bad behavior you know that can cause fear and anxiety and mistrust so I want to focus on the good thoughts our good father has about us to encourage us today. So um, I've said this before, but I was thinking about it. I'm going to say it again. 99%, there was this study that 90, they interviewed um, people in psych wards and asked them if God was mad at them. And like 99% of the people said, yes, they thought God was mad at them. And, you know, to me, that's very, very sad. And I felt the same way when I was in the psych ward. If they would have interviewed me, I would have said yes at the time because I didn't know the truth. But let's turn this around for fun, you know, um, and say that, let's say that 99% of people that know that God is not mad at them, he has good thoughts about them, and they know their righteousness or good standing in Christ, peace of mind happens to them. And I really believe that that is true. And I've seen that in my own life. 
um, of you know healing of severe mental illness and trauma and addictions. And so I have seen the difference of knowing that I'm safe with God, that his good opinion of me never changes, that he has good thoughts about me. Um, and it's not based on my behavior or even believing properly. It's not based on any of that. It's based on Jesus. And it's based on, you know, our identity and who we are in him. And so, you know, I see how the Holy Spirit you know, transforms our lives through the good news gospel. And that's why I want to pass it on. But if we go to the word of God, which is, you know, huge, <laughs> the word tells us God's thoughts about us and his good opinion about us and how much he loves us. And because of the cross, because of the new covenant, because of Jesus, all is well we have peace and right standing with God and we can hold our heads up high as treasured children of God. Isn't that awesome? And when people have a good opinion of us, their actions correspond with their thoughts. And if we think about it, God tells us in his word, he loves us. He tells us about our right standing and everything. Well, his actions corresponded by sending Jesus to, um, you know, die in our place, to take the anger and wrath and punishment that we deserved, the great exchange. You know, he didn't just tell us he loved us. He demonstrated his love for us through Jesus and his finished work. And that is good news. Amen. So why don't you just say out loud with me, God treasures me. God treasures me. And I just, you know, pray that some of you, as you say that, that it touches your heart. And, you know, others of you, you might have a hard time saying that. And that's okay, because I believe God is working in your heart. And you're going to be able to say that with confidence and with your head held high. And he's going to pursue you with truth until you know that he absolutely adores you and treasures you. So now I want to get into some verses about God's thoughts about us and towards us and, and uh, just to encourage us. So I'm going to start out with Psalm 92, five, and it says, how great are your works? O Lord, your thoughts are very deep. I thought that was interesting verse. And the, the definition of deep or synonyms of deep are profound the opposite of superficial. So we can only have real relationship with someone who is real, genuine, and goes deep. And superficial relationships are not deep. Well, guess what? God is a relational God, and he doesn't just have loving thoughts towards us. He has passionate love towards us, extreme love towards us, unconditional love towards us. And human words can't even describe it, but he is deep. He is not superficial, and that is awesome, which means we can be real with him. He can handle it. You know, he loves it when we go to him and we run to him in relationship and pour our heart out to him. He loves that, and he's a good father, and he will help us in our time of need. 
And so Jeremiah 1.5, the English Standard Version says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you and I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Well, that was in Jeremiah. But before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So this shows God's thoughts towards us. Okay, so I looked up the Hebrew word for I knew you and it's yada, which means cared for, know by experience, familiar friend. So isn't that awesome to think that even before we were born, God had good thoughts about us. He knew us. He rejoiced in who he made us to be. And that is a loving father. So God has always had thoughts about us. His thoughts are eternal. He has always had us on his mind. And he will always have us on his mind for all eternity. And we need to personalize that and meditate on that. You know, and, you know, I think about, you know, when I, when my, when I was pregnant and my children were in the in the womb, I was already loving my kids. You know, I was thinking good thoughts about them. I had dreams for them and how much more our good father about us and, you know, but he really knew us before we were even formed in the womb, before we were born and while we were in the womb, before we were in the womb. And that is amazing. So, you know, he, he's in, he wants to be involved in every area of our lives. It, you know, think about that. He just, he's a good daddy. He's a good father who cares deeply about us. And so anyway, and he gets a bad rap sometimes in the world, which saddens me. And that's why, you know, one of my life's missions is spreading the good news that God is a good father and I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> so I'm grateful for this, you know, platform to be able to do that. But in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, this is the New King James Version, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. And the, the, uh, the Hebrew word for peace, thoughts of peace that God has towards us, that peace uh, Hebrew word is shalom, which means completeness, soundness, good, welfare, good health, prosperity, favor, friendship, and peace. So God has thoughts of peace towards us, thoughts to bless our future, thoughts of favor, thoughts of soundness, thoughts of good health, thoughts of prosperity, and the list goes on. And so um, let's look at some other verses here. Psalm 139, 16 to 18. And I like the Passion Translation of this. You saw who you created me to be before I became me. We just talked about that. Before I'd ever seen the light of day. The number of days you planned for me were already recorded in your book. This is the part I love. Every single moment you are thinking of me, 
how precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought. Oh God, your desires toward me are more than the grains of sands on every shore. Isn't it awesome to know that right at this very moment, not God is not only thinking about you, but he's cherishing you in his thoughts. That just amazes me. You know, it just really does. Why don't we just out of gratitude say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for cherishing me. Thank you, Father. May I come to know just how much you cherish me. If that's your desire, you can say the same thing right now. And I'm agreeing with you as your sister in Christ. He will show us. Um, and I just, so I just love it. I mean, he's, God is so good. Psalm 40 verse 5. And here we go again. I love the Passion Translation. I, I read all different kinds of translations, but I really like how these are translated. And, and if you look up the Hebrew words, they, they are in there these, you know, in, in this, in this translation, a lot of the time. So anyway, it's just, I really like reading other, other translations, not just one translation, but Psalm 40 verse five, the passion translation, O Lord, our God, no one can compare with you. Such wonderful works and miracles are all found with you. And you think of us all the time with your countless expressions of love, far exceeding our expectations. So God has loving thoughts toward us, not thoughts of anger, not thoughts of condemnation. You know, he's got loving thoughts and you think of us all the time with your countless, we can't even count them, expressions of love. That is our good Father. And right now, I don't know where you're at in your life. I don't know if you just yelled at you yelled at someone or yelled at the dog, whatever it is. Doesn't matter. Right now, your father is cherishing you in his thoughts and he has loving thoughts towards you. He's thinking of you all the time and his thoughts and opinion of you are good. And so, um, and his, he has life-giving thoughts towards us. John 10, 10 says a thief is only there. I like the message. The thief is only there to steal, kill, and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. That is our good father. He has big dreams for us. He has good plans for us. He has good life plans planned for us. And in the trials, he helps us get to the other side. And so we can have peace through any trials that come our way because we will have them. <laughs> but the J.B. Phillips of John 10.10 10 says, the thief comes with the sole intention of stealing and killing and destroying. But I came to bring them life and far more life than before. I am the good shepherd. And so, you know, my testimony is that a woman, um, psychiatric nurse said to me one day that the enemy was trying to steal, kill and destroy my life. And that radically changed, you know, 
it 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 just it's the goodness and kindness of God that lead to repentance. First of all, she said, with God, nothing is impossible related to me telling her everything I was dealing with was incurable. And so the Holy Spirit helped me in that moment that I changed my mind that God was not giving me sickness, that it was the enemy trying to steal, kill, and destroy my life. And those suicidal think thoughts were not thoughts from God. They were thoughts from the enemy to try to steal, kill, and destroy my life. But Jesus came to give us an abundant life. So just understanding God's thoughts of life towards me helped transform my life in a huge way. And I'm growing in that over 14 years later. Why don't you just say with me, God is good. God is good. And so, you know, when we know that God's thoughts towards us and his good opinion of us never change, we don't ever have to entertain thoughts about how God views us. And we don't have to entertain that thought that says, you know, is, is God angry with me? Is he disappointed in me? Is he allowing sickness until my behavior gets better? Is he withholding from me? And the list goes on. Those are all lies to try to steal our peace and steal, um, try to steal our identity, try to steal us away from focusing on who we are in Christ and God's right standing with God and how God views us. And so when we know God's good, good thoughts about us, it's a weapon against our own negative thoughts. It's also a weapon against entertaining negative thoughts about people. And that is, you know, a huge deal. When we understand how loved and cherished we are, we are able to extend love and grace to ourselves and others as well. And so when we stay focused on who God is, how he views us, our, when our thoughts stay focused on who God is, his thoughts towards us, how he views us, the word of God, we stay in peace. It brings healing and wholeness to our brains, our minds, and our bodies. Proverbs 4.23, the New Century Version says, be careful what you think because your thoughts run your life. And so when you find yourself in negative thoughts, shift your focus. You know, God will help you. You know, remind yourself that right in that moment of negativity, God is cherishing you in his thoughts. Remind yourself in the midst of a failure that God is cherishing you in his thoughts and he will help you and he will never change his good opinion about you. And the last thing I felt led to share with you is that you know, I, when I minister to people and of course I haven't, you know, traveled in a little while, <laughs> that's going to start up again pretty soon. Um, but I'm probably not going to do as much as before just because I want to stay home more. But anyway, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't have to be when you're traveling. But when I, 
uh, minister to people one-on-one. -on -one. You know, after I speak somewhere, I will, you know, pray with everybody. And I'll tell you right now, I, God almost always gives me a word for people that says that God is so proud and pleased to call you his beloved son or daughter. And some of you have never heard your earthly father say that he was proud of you. And so I just want you, and I, I feel like compassion in my heart right now, um, because, and I know it's the father's heart and he, because I know he's going to touch some of you from this. And this is from his heart. It's not from me. It's from his heart. And, but my heart is to see you free. And so right now, if that's you, I just open your heart to receive and just close your eyes because the father wants to tell you that he is so proud and pleased with you and that he is so proud to call you his beloved daughter or his beloved son. And he's taught, yes, he's talking to you. This is personalizing it. He says, I love you so much, my daughter, my son. And I want you to know that my thoughts towards you are always good. And I've always been proud of you. And I've always been grateful that you are my children. There has never been one moment that I ever regretted you being born or I ever regretted you being my child. And I want you to know that. I want you to receive that for your heart, that I'm always with you. I'm always helping you. I'm always giving you wisdom. I want good things for your life. I'm not withholding from you. I am a giver and I will help you. Um, break off any lies that prevent you from understanding who you are in me and who you are in the spirit. And so just come to me and just ask me and I will help you. And so anyway, I just, I really feel like that was a word for some of you out there. And why don't we just end with some declarations right now? I am loved. <laughs> say that out loud. I am cherished. My good father has truth and good plans for my life. I am healed because of Jesus. I am receiving healing for my broken heart right now. And I believe the Father is doing that with some people right now. He's just touching your heart and, and just any kind of trauma. He's healing trauma and traumatic events that some of you have been through. And if that's you right now, you just receive that for your heart. This is a new day for you. No more of that, um, those bad memories or um, things that this is a new day for you. Yes, you will remember the things, but they will not have the negative emotions or negative impact that they used to have. Almost like a, a grief um, that was unmanageable, uncontrollable. And the Father is just healing your grief right now. And he says, today is a new day. So if that is you, you just, you just receive that for your heart. And so um, 
you know, I'm just grateful for, you know, what God has done during this time. And I just believe that hearts are being healed and transformed. And as you go about your day today, I encourage you to meditate on the fact that God is cherishing you in his thoughts. And if you make a mistake or you fail or something and you start to beat yourself up, I, I want you, I'm encouraging you to remember in that moment that God is cherishing you in his thoughts and he's helping you and he's loving you and that will help you to stay out of condemnation and that will help you and that that is a huge key we hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching thank you for listening to the healing journeys today podcast and don't forget you can find us live on facebook and youtube seven days a week if you would like to donate please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.